Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people, local stories. From KYW News Radio, this is the All Local. From the Delaware Valley Honda Studios, get a deal you'll like on a Honda you'll love. I'm KYW News Radio's Matt Leon, and here's what's happening. A Chester police detective shot twice in the line of duty on Saturday is now out of the hospital. The 40-year-old suspect killed by police is now linked to a drive-by shooting earlier in the day. KYW's Sharaday Howard has more from Chester. District Attorney Jack Stoltzheimer and city officials gave an update on Detective Steve Byrne after he was shot Saturday while in pursuit of a suspect who was connected to a drive-by shooting earlier Saturday morning. On Saturday morning, uh, February 17th at about 11.30 a.m., there was a drive-by shooting at 900 block of uh, Pinnell Street here in the city of Chester, uh, and that car sped off. Investigators quickly acquired security footage identifying the car as a black Ford Taurus and the driver as 40-year-old Therese Armstrong. Then the DA says later that afternoon, Detective Byrne responded to a radio call identifying that car. He then tried to make an investigatory stop. Uh, The vehicle took off, went into Upland. Upland police joined in the chase. That's when he says Armstrong misjudged a turn and crashed, then jumped out of the car. Therese Armstrong literally began firing the moment he got out of the vehicle. He had a Browning 9mm semi-automatic weapon on him. Detective Byrne was shot by him. Police returned fire, killing Armstrong. Byrne is now the third officer in Chester to be shot in the last 10 days. A 23-year-old Bucks County man is charged with murder, accused of stabbing his ex-girlfriend, then stabbing himself in the neck in Yardley. Authorities say it appears to have stemmed from a domestic dispute, as we hear from KW Suburban Bureau Chief Jim Melwork. 23-year-old Trevor Weigel of Churchville is charged with murder, accused of stabbing 19-year-old Jaden Batista in what Bucks County DA Jen Shorn calls every parent's worst nightmare. Lower Makefield police were called to Batista's home on water Road in Yardley around 2.30 p.m. Friday by one of Batista's friends who was FaceTiming with her. That friend says Batista told her Weigel, her ex-boyfriend, had shown up to her house unannounced and got into her home by climbing through a window. That's when the call ended. Shorn says the first police officer on scene saw Weigel outside the home. Before that officer could exit his patrol vehicle, he saw this male chase a female, subsequently tackle her and began to stab her. Batista died from more than a dozen stab wounds to her neck and chest as Weigel ran from police. They say he stabbed himself in the neck. He's expected to survive. Shorn says the two had dated for about two months and the relationship had recently ended. According to the criminal complaint as he was taken into custody, Weigel said he found out she was cheating on him and he lost it. Shorn says it's a reminder that one can never fully appreciate the lethality of a situation when enduring domestic violence. It's a holiday to pause and appreciate the impact that Washington, Lincoln, and all of our nation's presidents have had. In Philadelphia, many people celebrated President's Day by taking advantage of free admission at the National Constitution Center. KYW's Mike DiNardo reports. Helen Gallagher can tell her sixth grade classmates back in Milford, Connecticut, that she spoke with Abe Lincoln on President's Day. We have a government that is of the people, by the people, 
and for the people. Okay, it was only a Lincoln reenactor at the National Constitution Center, but Helen learned from the experience. You think of it as like something old that like happened a long time ago, but then it's cool to see it like live and in person. The center's associate VP Jenna Karras says it's a chance to remind visitors that we the people elect our presidents. We think the presidency has such a rich history, uh, starting with the Constitutional Convention and the debates around surrounding the presidency. And Karras says reenactors of Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, and Teddy Roosevelt helped to bring that history to life for kids and adults. Summertime in Philly will kick off with a full flex of top headlining artists for this year's 15th annual Roots Picnic at the Man in Fairmount Park. KYW Community Impact reporter Raquel Williams has the details. It's undoubtedly one of hip-hop's biggest festivals in the country, and definitely a Philly thing. Performances include Lil Wayne, Nas, Andre 3000, along with Wu-Tang's Method Man and Red Man joining forces with The Roots and Black Thought. But the festival has always been more than just hip-hop. R&B superstars Victoria Monet, Fantasia, Marsha Ambrosius, legendary soulful crooner Babyface, and Philly's own Jill Scott will also grace the stage as she comes off of her 20th anniversary tour of her debut album, Who is Jill Scott? The two-day festival on June 1st and 2nd will also include a special tribute to New Orleans. Pianist Robert Glasper and gospel star Tasha Cobbs Leonard will bring the inspiration. The Parkside stage will host a wide range of live podcasts and DJ-driven immersive experiences, including World Series of Spades, They Have Range, and so much more. For ticketing information, go to therootspicnic.com. Philadelphia City Council member Ketsi Lozada begins a series of three meetings tomorrow evening on plans for two new health centers in the Lower Northeast. KYW City Hall Bureau Chief Pat Loeb reports at least one of the centers has run into unexpected opposition. There are nearly 50 public health centers in Philadelphia, but only one to serve the entire Northeast. John Dodds of Philadelphia Unemployment Project says there was a time when that may have made sense, but no longer. Mayfair has had a 400% increase in poverty. Oxford Circle, 350% increase in poverty. There's needs in this community. The health department noted the need nearly a decade ago and began planning for new locations. It settled on the Frankfurt Terminal and the Friends Health Center campus for their ease of access. But when Councilwoman Lozada joined the process after her 2022 special election, she found neighbors of the Friends site heatedly opposed. I was completely thrown back by the opposition. The Northwood Civic Association objects to the demolition of a historic building for the center, even though the building has become hazardous through disuse. President Mari Carrasquillo says neighbors think the building could be saved. If we could put the building with the health center, they would be happy with that. Like maybe the entrance or something. Lozada says the architects have nixed that. She hopes the hearings will help find a way forward. The first meeting is Tuesday at Houseman Rec Center. There is another one Wednesday at Juniata Boys and Girls Club and next Tuesday at the First Presbyterian Church in Olney. That's the All Local. I'm Matt Leon. Listen live anytime on the Odyssey app and on your smart speaker. Just say play KYW News Radio. The All Local is sponsored by your Delaware Valley Honda dealers. There's nothing quite like the Honda Accord Hybrid and the CRV Hybrid when it comes to exhilarating efficiency. With hybrid technology and thrilling capability, these vehicles deliver an electrifying performance on every drive. Redefine your driving experience with Honda. Contact your local Honda dealer today about the Honda Accord Hybrid and the CRV Hybrid.